When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am known officially as your mayor of PHNX, as you can tell from the Instagram videos. It's me. It's the same guy uh, that's starting fights with Guy Fieri. And and that's just the tip of the iceberg, folks. Wait until I get into my real grievances with Rob Manfred and the MLB. Of course, joining me on my adventures of grievances, it is my vice mayor, my friend, my thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Hello, Derek. How are you? I'm 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 okay, Jesse. I'm not great. I'm I'm pretty sad. I've been a little upset. Um because we lost somebody that was very close to us recently uh over we the did. over the weekend uh yeah. we lost one of our favorite Arizona Diamondbacks friends and somebody who I uh, li- lovingly called mom and it wasn't just a nickname it was the way I felt about her it, Marlene um we lost over the weekend and we want to give a big shout out to her and we're going to talk quite a bit about her and fans and uh how important people like her are to the game but of course before we get into that we do have to do some housekeeping and let you guys know that this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now, new customers can get in on the conference championships like they never have before uh, using the DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. Jesse not a lot to talk about on the lockout front. As a matter of fact, I think if we start talking about updates, I might uh, I might get very upset. I, I think so far what we've heard today on Monday, this is Tuesday's show, but on Monday we did not hear very good things, very productive things about the meetings, the progress, and where they've gone. We're back to finger pointing. We're back to blaming each other. It's not looking great. Obviously, the MLB definitely thought that they had kind of applied the right kind of pressure on the union, and it doesn't appear that that's the case. However, with that being said, I really am pivoting more and more now towards the baseball that's being played. It's all we can do. We're we're going to lock out the lockout, and if we can't talk about baseball when it comes to MLB, We are going to talk about what's happening at minor league camp. Today was the first day, Jesse, since they opened this minor league mini camp that fans were allowed to go out and watch the camp. Yeah. Wow. I have to ask, why was a bigger deal not made of this? Is it simply because they want to, kind of let it slowly happen there was no fanfare there was no announcement as a matter of fact we announced it on our account 
And we don't usually break news around here. We don't break information like this, but we seem to be one of the only sources out there. When I heard that this was happening before I put anything on our Twitter account, I contacted the Diamondbacks PR department because I was in such disbelief this morning seeing that certain teams were allowing their fans to come out and watch here in the Arizona area, not just the Diamondbacks. So, and, and again, it's team by team. So I cannot speak for each team because some teams had a open date for when they were going to open the fans. Some teams are already open and some had no intention of opening their mini camp, their minor league mini camp to fans. So what, what are your thoughts? Do you think that's the reason why we didn't see any kind of announcement or fanfare from the Arizona Diamondbacks about, about this, especially considering how people are just, you know, kind of excited and ready to get out there in any capacity and see guys training for, for this time of the year. I wonder if, I mean, I guess, I guess the, the big difference between what's happening now and the event that fans normally come out to every year is that there aren't, you know, major leaguers on the field. Uh, there's potential Correct. major leaguers on the field, but I mean, this is minor league mini camp. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. That is surprising though. So the team, the team didn't put anything out on Twitter. They didn't publicize this in any way. We literally today on, on our PHNX Diamondbacks Twitter account, we literally broke that news. Is that, is that correct? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I was contacted by a source saying fans were out there. I didn't believe it one bit. And I contacted the Diamondbacks and they said, yes, fans were allowed to come out. A lot of people that I saw out there, I think were family members or people that knew players out there, you know, that kind of thing. Like they finally get the opportunity. Maybe that's it. Maybe trying to give some initial time. I don't know what's happening, but on the, and the information I was given, Jesse, this said it includes minor league spring training, which seems to be something that's going to happen and seems to be something that is going to be between teams, like not just Diamondbacks intra-squad games like we're currently seeing. Like we are actually going to see spring training baseball, despite the fact that these games are being canceled and taken off the schedule for the way that we, that, that it was currently scheduled. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that I, I don't know if those games are going to happen like in stadiums with fans. I would assume probably not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I guess there's certainly value in having guys face, you know, other people who aren't their own teammates. I can't believe that I'm doing this because it feels like I'm breaking information. And again, Jesse, I don't I don't do that. I'm not that guy. <laughs> but my understanding is that there are going to be games that take place fans are going to be allowed to attend them and from my understanding like in the stadiums like in like not stadium. on really and and from not like not the stadiums the the, the spring training facilities here in arizona right. right and admission is going to be free oh now that's what i'm being told we'll see if that actually happens now that would make sense but even I don't know, is it, fall ball isn't free, right? Don't you still have to pay for fall ball? You have to pay a few so dollars. Like, yeah, you can sit yeah. wherever you want, but it, it does cost a few bucks to get in there. That's I would think that it would be fall ball kind of rules, but it makes sense considering that minor league players are not compensated for their time out there. Still, the stadium requires 
people to work those games if those games do take place. So you're talking you're talking concessions and you're talking like real baseball happening just without I don't I don't know if concessions and such are going to be open. I'm just saying like just for the fact of fans coming in, you need to have security, right? Right. And you need to have more security than you normally would, like ushers and such, making sure that people don't run out on the field or act like idiots while they're right, running, right. right. So it it I mean, fall ball is a real game. Like fall ball has concessions. They even have rad merch. So it's like, right. I, I I'm totally on board with it having all of that. I mean, I, I think it would be short sighted not to. It just depends on how much money it's going to bring in. People want spring training. I don't think they care what capacity they get it in. I don't think they care if it's major league players or mine. Like, don't get me wrong. We're all excited. We want to go out there and we want to see the starters. We want to see Cattell Marte. We want to see Zach Gallon pitch. But we also know we're only going to get that for two innings. Yeah. And I mean, at least, get, at least at the beginning. That's at least at the works. beginning. And then as it yeah. progresses, we're going to get three four you know maybe at the most we're still not going to get a full game out of any of those starters though and you also and, don't really care how they do right like if right. Marte comes out and hits a buck 85 it's like well we don't really worry about that sort of thing. i shit you not i have not been keeping track of corbin carroll's stats at minor league minicamp but every time i've watched corbin carroll at bat he has struck out it doesn't matter what kind of you're not telling the people what they want to hear. I know Derek. I'm not telling them what they want to hear. I'm just saying so far. Um, I don't know what he's working on. I don't know if it's working. I don't know if I'm just seeing the bad at bats. You know, sometimes it just might be that weird frequency where it's just happens to be that every time I'm looking, maybe I'm maybe, the bad luck. Maybe, charm. yeah, maybe you're the problem. Maybe it's Derek. me. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me. I'm a terrible person, so trust me, I'm not the kind of person that brings good luck to people. I usually just selfishly bring good luck to myself, inexplicably. But I will say that every time I watch Corbin Carroll at bat in live BP or in an inter-squad game, he's struck out. I feel, I, I'm i starting to feel like I'm bad luck, but it is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, but, you know, it's interesting because, again, the Arizona Diamondbacks at times don't seem to be well-ran, um, and, and during especially this entire situation uh, i wouldn't be surprised to see them not take advantage of the opportunity that fans are going to come out there you know and I, I don't know i'm just so still so mad about this and and i'm i'm gonna rant about it and uh, before we get done with this episode because i i have a lot of <laughs> screaming i feel like i need to do but uh, i will say that you wrote a very lovely piece that gave ken kendrick at least uh, his statistical due when it comes to spending and how he's not as cheap and tight with the wallet as we accuse him of being at times, even though last season was definitely an outlier. And one of those seasons right. that you, if you, if you toss that one out, what all we've seen out of him as an, as an increase in this, right. Uh, I, I, I kind of think often about how much people hate Robert Sarver of the Phoenix Suns. But how much of that Robert Sarver hate, including a scandal, kind of just went away because of how well the Suns were doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Kendrick gets a lot of this hate because of how bad the D-backs are. But if that wasn't the case, I don't think it, it, with the exact same amount of spending, I don't think that would be, you know, necessarily the way fans feel. 
Right. Of course, though, that success drives everything, right? So you can read Jesse's piece over at gophnx.com. It's a very, very well-written piece. Very proud of you for that one. I, I honestly, <laughs> we're checking one of the long form pieces off on our boxes as far as I'm concerned. Because it that sure one, took a long time. You put a lot of gosh. work into that. Well, <laughs> and that's the most impressive thing about it. That's what makes me most proud is I think that you're very unbiased and I'm very biased. And that's where we balance each sure. other out. You are able to talk me down off of ledges that I didn't even know I was on. And you're <laughs> able to make me feel much more reasonable about this. It's it's like the way I've often said that I don't I never thought Paul Goldschmidt was a very clutch player, but I bet there's some way you could prove statistically that I'm wrong with that. You know, <laughs> it's just the way I felt again about the games sure, I watched, sure. much like Corbin Carroll's at bats. But uh, you can get Jesse's wonderful piece over at gophnx.com. If you're not a member, sign up to become a member. If you get the annual membership, you'll get yourself a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. Let's be honest. There are some amazing t-shirts over there, some incredible merch that we got ourselves. And again, uh, if you're not interested in in soft, well-fitting shirts that make you look better, uh, then you can go with the month-to-month option and you'll get your first month for 50 cents. So once you try us out, you can decide if you like us and then maybe come back for that annual option. Uh, no matter what happens, no matter which way you become a member, once you become part of our family, you can join our members-only Discord and give us all, all the chatter. Send us... Uh, like today, we got the most absurd article that was an actual newspaper written here locally about baseball. And it just oh, it hurt man. my soul <laughs> with how badly it not only it was written, but how poorly the person that was writing the article knew anything about baseball. But I, I um, have to I have to say, Derek, the moment I saw like I didn't see the author's name. I just started reading the article itself and i knew who wrote who it that was. article because, yeah yeah I, there's I, a I, I, there's I a writer lie. over at the arizona republic who writes the <sighs> same kind of crap over and over again take and, your uh, guess you guys yeah it's not guess. um yeah you can join the discord and and find out who it That's is right you yeah probably you are totally, you probably you already know the, you know what we're talking about you're in on the joke all right but uh you're not going to get any of that shit from us all right you're going to get top quality analysis from jesse and you're going to get your occasional uh jokes and gags from me and my observations but uh we do bring you great baseball coverage and again i was out there at uh mini camp today and i can assure you aside from the smell of the grass and the beautiful grass the grass jesse it's so beautiful it's like it's fake it's like i was watching a man cut turf is what it felt like because the grass was so amazingly perfect it was such a just a creation from god on on the turf or on the field you know but the sun the 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 turf everything's great watching guys play baseball it gets old fast because again they're just working on stuff uh they do have inter inter squad games which is the closest we're getting to baseball right now and that's fun to watch but i've watched a lot of hitting drills i've watched a lot of running drills i've watched a lot of things that i uh don't need to watch any more of jesse at this point because it's <laughs> march 7th uh posting this on march 8th we 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 should be so far past this uh and i i will say that that is one thing that frustrates me so much with this situation to be honest is that when you lose somebody that's close to you when you lose somebody like we lost with marlene the, the woman who I'm dedicating this episode to and the woman who I call mom because I was lucky enough 
for her to be in my life like like a mom um she you know when you have people like that that you lose and it makes you hold people that you love closer and call someone tell them i love you makes you do all those things because when things like this happen you realize how short life is and you realize how fleeting this stuff is you realize how unimportant arguments and disagreements you had um, really are and the thing that hurts about this thing for me personally with baseball is that they had this hurt they had this taken away from them we had sports taken away from us we had everything taken away from us due to a pandemic a pandemic that we had no idea when it was going to end and we had no idea when people were going to be allowed to be allowed to go outside and be in ballparks again be watching baseball, be feeling the suns on our faces, be watching these guys do what they love. These owners doing what they love, which is making money. Like we had that moment that we realized it was all it. it, Tomorrow is not promised. It was all, it's also easily taken away from us. And that was just a pandemic, right? There's all sorts of other things that could happen that could take things like that, that we hold dear in society away from us like that right yeah like the way that life can end for a human being like the way we can lose somebody we love so much right and i think that's the thing is like did we learn nothing did baseball learn nothing from that did we not have any kind of appreciation for the fact once we got back to limited capacity and from limited capacity back to full capacity and having fans in stands and then getting to a point where fans weren't going to have to wear face masks anymore and just be able to be at a ballpark and have it be baseball again. Right. And it's like, I understand so much what the players are fighting for here. I think that's the reason why I've been so biased on their side because they are fighting for a better future. Today, I had the opportunity to talk to Bryce Jarvis. And Bryce Jarvis was asked a very straightforward question by Nick Picoro uh, from AZ Central. But it was a loaded question, to be honest, because he knew (laughs) it was his roundabout way to get a minor leaguer to kind of talk about this lockout situation. And he asked him about his father, uh, Kevin Jarvis, going through this situation when he was in Major League back in 1994. Um, and what's interesting enough is Bryce Jarvis very well could get his first major league time this season. Uh, and it's during a labor, you know, stoppage uh, or work stoppage for MLB by a labor, labor dispute. And his father had his first year in major league in 1994 when baseball was going through a work stoppage labor dispute situation. So a lot of parallels between father and son when it comes to that. And, you know, again, he, he talked about just kind of keeping his, I guess, keeping his head down and, you know, keep working on what he can work on so that he's ready when the time comes, which is not only just an answer that baseball players all could give right now, but especially a minor league guy, right? Because they, the minor leagues are going to proceed as, as, as given, but then, you know, it was, it was asked of him if he appreciated uh, what they, what, you know, the union was fighting for. I thought we were going to get a no comment out of him and he had no problem. He had no problem saying that he, you know, appreciated it and that he is the exact guy that the, he is the future of baseball that they are fighting for. He's the kind of guy that they want a better 
tomorrow for in baseball. It's just crazy to me that it's just such a divided thing. It feels like everything in life now where everything has become so divided, no matter what we're arguing about, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, politics obviously has become one of the most divided things. Religion, obviously, these are all things that, that people are very divided on, but shit, man, Xbox and PlayStation and people hate each other over that shit. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter the topic. We'll find a way to just become so divided over. It's just crazy though, that baseball is at this point, this point of contention where they're just not, not only are, are, are they not working together on this deal, but they truly have started to hate each other. And that's what it feels like where we're at now. And that's what the last yeah. statement from MLB felt like. It felt like them saying, really with all this shit we've been through now, you know, like, fuck you guys. Like that's, that's what the last statement that MLB sent out and excuse all of my bad language because they didn't have a single one of those curse words in that <laughs> statement, but they just casually like. drop an F bomb. in. Yeah. It would release. be great if they did. It would be, it, yeah, it feels point, like we're we... on the cusp of that. It feels yeah. like it's going to, like it would happen and nobody would blink an eye that it happened because people would be like, yep, here we are. We're at this point. Now, now they're actually speaking their minds. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. guess that's it. That's where like, I'm in, I'm, I'm at tears at times. I have I've expressed to you and I've expressed to several people how depressed I was last week. It's a weird thing to say on this show yeah. and to say that my mental health was affected by this lockout. But I think it's because <laughs> as, as, and look, I don't care that I was wrong. I think the problem is, is that when I tweeted out, when we wake up in the morning, there's going to be baseball. I meant it. I, felt it. <laughs> I thought what I was saying was actually true with all of my heart and soul. That's the problem is when I woke up and not only were we not back to baseball and not closer than we were when I went to sleep on Monday, but in fact found out that the reports that we were close were in disingenuous and that baseball was trying to put one over on players and slip in some last minute deals when the players were getting sleepy and the players caught them and all this stuff. Oh man, it just let the, it, 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 it just got to me. It got to me because it really felt like like that. That's probably the first point where I started to feel like this is going to be so much longer than I ever anticipated it dragging on. Mm. That's crazy that that was only a week ago. I mean, that feels like forever ago, honestly, really that, we were, that we were dreaming about the end of the lockout. And what's oh, funny man. is. We were we were suckers, weren't we? We were so we so bought in that night to the idea. Well, you of it you bought in that night, Derek. You how late did you stay up, Jesse Friedman? <laughs> doom scrolling on Twitter. I lost. I lost so much it. sleep that night. I it might have so, said it, it but so we both bad. felt it in our we soul. Both, we both felt it. We were we both still haven't just, recovered from the lack it, of sleep on that Monday. No, we're still no, both I truly haven't. You know, it's funny is that there is so MLB put out like another pseudo deadline for uh for today really by the time people are listening to this for tuesday the 14th um basically they're saying now that unless we have a deal by today uh then they're going to have to cancel another week of games which of course we take all of this with a grain of salt because none of these deadlines are actually real deadlines they're just sort of arbitrary days that 
that the league picks to try to use as leverage in, in negotiations. So take that with a grain of salt. But um, but yeah, we've been uh, we've been hurt by these Tuesday deadlines in the past. So uh, let's uh, let's not get our hopes up too much this time. I think they're trying to be very realistic, though. I think these deadlines, as much as they seem like doomsday deadlines being set by MLB to try to once again create some sort of sense of urgency and some panic to get something done by that day, I feel like, honestly, which is, again, playing devil's advocate, I have to, I, I really, I like the people at the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I feel bad for what they're going through as far as trying to organize this situation. I don't even want to pick on them about the fact that they didn't like uh, like basically put out this announcement, this invitation on, on social media. <laughs> I'm not surprised they didn't because they yeah. are kind of overwhelmed with the situation as it is. And having a big rush of fans, just in case that happened, like in case a bunch of people decide to play hooky from work and go out there and watch this, that there's not, I mean, especially right now, without there being like official spring training games or anything organized, it's kind of chaotic. Uh, when I was getting ready to leave for the day, it was super packed. So I like, I don't know. I just, I feel for these people. I understand in this situation, how much they're trying to figure things out. So when baseball sets these deadlines, yeah, it's, it's meant to do what it's meant to do, but it's also very realistic. They do have to cancel more games and they do have to think about how much time it's going to take. Even if they came up with an agreement the next day for spring training to take place, guys to be called into camp we know sure. guys are training we know there's the secret facility in mesa that may or may not be uh ha- having you know the elite like like it's like the i don't think it's you know, so secret anymore i think the no, I think just, like, took a tour of it and right. uh, yeah they published a big piece about it now <laughs> yeah okay so it's not secret but it good i mean good for them for organizing something and doing something where they can feel like they are at the very least somewhat in their same element at this time of the year, training with their teammates, training players, getting some sort of group activity, right? It's important. Baseball is that kind of activity. It's that kind of sport. They have to do that, right? But um, this, this entire situation just requires them to still have spring training games. And no matter when the deal gets done, there's still going to be some sort of ramp up period. Even if it goes so late into the process that we don't can't even have spring training because there is a very realistic possibility that we get into June, July, and you just can't have spring training outdoor games here in the Phoenix metropolis area there. You just can't. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not a matter of, if so at that point the plan might change as to where they hold it or what they do, but no matter what, the longer these negotiations take, there is going to be deadlines constantly set and there's going to be more games that get canceled. Could you imagine? So, so I I'm, I'm looking at this article from, from the athletic about the training facility that the players association has set up. It is bell bank park in, in bank Mesa. Park. Um, which is the, the facility we've been told all this time kind of secretly by several people that might be the place where they're at. Sure. Could you imagine if, and I mean, maybe there are already plans to do this that I don't know about, but what if bell bank park, what if the players association opened up to fans 
Bellbank Park as like Oof. a place that you could go. And now I know that's probably not realistic because there's probably just not a there's probably not a way to make it so that like players have their personal space and you know they're not like roaming uh like right exactly where the players are trying to do their workouts sure. and whatnot. But but it would just be so cool. And I know I know because it's like an players... all-star mix of of players, yeah. right? And, yeah, and not I mean, only that, players not from like that. Every no team. knock to minor league guys, but when you go out to see like the Diamondbacks right now, there's a lot of guys mixed in with yeah. you know the major league roster that you might be there to see. So you might not it might be easy for you to like not really catch your guys or kind of everybody get lost in the mix. Right. This would literally be just major leaguers, no minor league guys, and it would be like the all stars from this exact, you know, the the cactus league essentially. Yeah, it would be really cool. It would honestly be unlike anything that baseball has really ever had before. Like all of the major league players in the same place working out and you're just like there watching them from one. You got to figure from, out a way to get in there, Jesse. That would, that would be incredible. And, and I, <laughs> I know, figure out a way to get in there. I know that the players would be so in on that philosophically, like, like they are, there is nothing they want more right now than to please fans and put something in front of fans, even though they know that they can't play games right yeah, now. Absolutely. And, absolutely. So that would be incredible. Yep. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's also incredible is our ongoing promotions on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And new customers, once again, have an amazing opportunity to get down on the conference championships like they never have before. Turn your team's victory into your own big win with DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on college hoops with same-game parlays, combining multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. More legs you add, the more money you win. DraftKings, best of all, is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code of PHNX. Bet $5 on any college hoops team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code PHNX this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem down. 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And Jesse, before we go, I once again wanted to dedicate uh, this episode to our our lost mom, Marlene, uh, to Chris Melton, one of our favorite fans and one of our favorite PHNX family members. Uh, our heart goes out to you and your family over your loss. We we know what an amazing lady she was. And again, this loss for our baseball community, for somebody, at least for me personally, who supported me uh, so much in doing this, I was her Derek, Jesse, and I will ever, forever be her Derek. And I hmm. am honored that we were able to bring any kind of joy to someone um, who was going through chemotherapy to someone who was uh, experiencing any kind of pain or any kind of um, hard times in their life. It's an honor to be with you guys. And I want you guys all to know that we, uh, you know, we do this five days a week and it's quick for us to kind of go through these episodes, but um, we can't tell you enough how much we love doing this and how much we appreciate the family that we've built. Uh, and we just want I just personally want to once again remind everybody again of of 
you know, just call call your parents, call your loved ones if you're lucky enough to have those people still in your life. And and remember that this uh this life is not promised, tomorrow is not promised. We got to do whatever we can to uh love and and be as kind as we possibly can and to not have conflicts like this that uh you know, there's there's so many people that that want baseball back in their life, you know. Sure, it's a little bit selfish of us. Sure, we want it back because baseball is kind of like this uh, for for a lot of people. You know, it's it's spring. It's when uh, life kind of transitions from the terrible winter into a much more exciting uh, time where you get to wear less clothes and you know be out in in the sun, enjoy the outdoors a bit more, uh, and mostly be with your loved ones. And so, again. Just a shout out to all of you guys and and a reminder uh, again that I know this sucks, but we'll find a way to get through it. No matter how hard this is, uh, that's that's the best. That's the biggest mistake baseball is making right now. Once uh, once we learn how to get through this without baseball, it may show a lot of people that they don't need baseball in their life. And I think that's the biggest gamble that both the owners and the players association are taking right now with this entire situation mm. is that. It might just show people how little they need baseball in their lives. That's 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 the most unfortunate part. Yeah, we like to say baseball is just a game, but it's like, is it really? <laughs> Are we sure? <laughs> I don't think so, man. I mean, yeah. it's a culture almost, right? Like it's a, it, it's. <laughs> there's a lot of things in American life that's kind of dying out. I was laughing at an American Dad episode because they were making fun of the. 90s 50s diners right where we had in the 90s all these 50s diners throw you know and uh i loved 50s diners i love i still love them to this day if i could find a good old either replica 50s diner or oh god help me if i find a real place that's just been around for a long time that's a grimy diner i'm completely on board with that right uh and it it uh it reminded me of, of stuff like that that is oddly American that some of us find to be just like our weird last sense of patriotism. You know, baseball <laughs> is kind of like that, right? Yeah. Baseball doesn't deserve the, the moniker of being America's pastime any longer because it's not, it's definitely not America's favorite thing to watch. Like, I don't even know if that's a sport anymore. I'd probably say it's like Netflix or some shit, right? Like, TikTok. it's you know, it's TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely TikTok. <laughs> I could spend hours on TikTok, Jesse. Um, but you know, um, for so many of us, it's it's our last connection to to that that Americana that that you know that weird sense of patriotism we have in this country that has been harder and harder to to hold on to at times. I feel like. Mm. Speaking of speaking of larger causes here, something that that stood out to me recently is that uh, April 15th is the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson's first game in the major leagues. The diamond anniversary. The diamond. And and I just I'm just trying to picture how incredible it would be. And I'm not getting my hopes up for this. I, I don't know if I would say I'm even expecting this at this point, but. You know, it feels pretty likely that at some point today on Tuesday, uh, Major League Baseball is probably going to announce the cancellation of one more week of games. If that happens, Derek, 
that would put if we can come to an agreement after that without any more games canceled that would put opening, opening day. day on april 15th at least for the diamondbacks and for me that would be almost like the most perfect outcome like borderline even better than playing the first two weeks of the season as normal like starting the season on jackie robinson day i think would be some kind of special i hate to agree with you because i never like agreeing with you but i agree with you so hard <laughs> well and I, I i say i hate to agree with you because i hate to agree with the idea of that canceling games are in right. some way a good way right but if you're gonna cancel games and have it be a good thing that's the best you're, you're right it's the best possible outcome it's the best possible outcome for this situation if we get past that, things are going to turn even uglier than they are. Yeah, I feel like. it would I, be I a really think, dark day, I think, for baseball. If that day passes and we're not playing, that's a big We're going to get our baseball ancestors coming out of the woodworks to shame us for this yeah. entire situation <laughs> and shame everybody, shame society, the world, the globe. I don't know, but let's get it figured out. And again... This is the most we're going to talk about the lockout. The lockout's locked out on this show. I'm going to talk about my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody why the Righteous Gemstones is a great show tomorrow or something. We'll figure something out. But <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we have some news soon. And hopefully that news does not involve more canceled games. But it looks like it most likely will. We'll keep you guys updated. We thank you guys so much for checking out the show. And we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, if you're l looking to follow us for some reason on Twitter... I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, where you can get the best minor league minicamp coverage. Your exclusive home of the best minor league minicamp coverage over at PHNX underscore D-backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports, where if you follow us over there, Saul is going to get us a pizza party. I don't know. Was it by today? Did we have to have... 10, I'm pretty sure it day. was by. I mean, you were there, right? Was wasn't there a the meeting was today, right? Uh, was it today? No, I don't believe the meeting was today because if it was, I definitely missed the meeting. But okay. we'll figure <laughs> things out. Uh, I I hope that we get to ten thousand soon enough. But we thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. If you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there and leave us a five star review. We would love you for it. Uh, and if you want to. Go over to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to us at PHNX Sports over there and sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the content coming out from the PHNX team. Uh, our shirts are available at phnxlocker.com. You can get a subscription over at gophnx.com and you can use our code of PHNX over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. Uh, we appreciate you sticking in throughout this entire lockout season uh, on behalf of Jesse and myself, we don't know where we would be without your support, but we appreciate it again so much. Remember kids, baseball is fun, but love your loved ones. That's even more fun. <laughs>